big ratchaloon. What is going on, cornbread? Man, you hear them crows out there pitching? I know. Joker's is getting down with us, son. They are not playing the day. That's them crows saying, y'all need to be out there hunting mm. instead of in the house. What, uh, how you like the new podcast set up here? I like it. I like now that you're across from me. We should have did that a long time ago. We need to get the main studio set up. Yeah. And get it going. That's what we need. What We look like we got the hobo podcast thing going hey, on here. It's working, ain't it? We might as well be at a, under a bridge at a train depot recording a podcast. I'd be way too loud there. With a, with a bubbling cauldron of three bubble up and rainbow, rainbow stew. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm super excited for this guest. I'm always excited for all of our guests, but I'm pumped for this guest. Slap pumped. Really? On far. On far. Dang. I'm 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 not even going to introduce him. I'm gonna wait till we call him and he gets on the phone and introduce him because I want him to critique my introduction. Okay. So this is this is gonna be. So this is going to be on a scale of one to ten. That's how he's going to critique it. Well, I don't. I know. I mean, I'll just let him critique how he critiques. Well, fine. You know what I mean? Colin, 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 guest. Cornbread, big Henry. John. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Oh, not much, man. Just kind of doing. Doing life this morning. Good deal. Welcome. Excited, Welcome. Excited to be on the call. Awesome. Welcome to the Red Blooded Outdoors podcast. I was just I was just telling Cooney how I was how excited I was to have you on here, and I said I'm going to wait till we get him on the phone and do the introduction to Cooney and the listeners. Because I want you to give me a critique of your own <laughs> introduction. Now, Cooney said, well, he's got to do it on a scale of 1 to 10. And I said, well, just let him do however he wants. I, I think I can work within those parameters. That okay. seems fair. Okay. So here we go to Cooney and the listeners. This guest here is a brother in Christ. A three of seven basic course team 14 member, founder and owner of Survival Rubber, co founder of BMFJ Events, race director of the Mid State Mile and Tennessee Mile, an ultra runner, and in my opinion, in my opinion, Coney, a man of comedic intellect. That cannot be matched by Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld, and maybe even the late great Jerry Clower. Really? <laughs> None other than Big John Cox. Wow, uh, that is quite quite the introduction. It sets uh, quite a high bar. I feel like I'm I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the spot now to deliver. Well, I'm gonna. Go ahead. I'm gonna go. give it a ten. A I'm gonna 10. give it a ten because because the first part, right, is, is all that really matters is that we're brothers in Christ. Believe so. believe that. Believe that. All that all now, that other stuff is. Well, on the latter, I was 
what the latter one I'm giving Cooney a warning because do you know what jawning is Cooney jawning yeah I don't what do y'all call it nowadays when y'all make fun of each other at school when you say oh your mama's so fat and you so ugly and all this kind of stuff like roasting on somebody yeah you don't want none a big john when it comes to being (laughs) roasted I feel his comedic intellect and wit will annihilate you I don't know. So you might as well climb on in your shell. All that stuff you've been doing with me, trying to make fun of me, I got my boy now. So c- come on. <laughs> it's, I can't make fun of him, though, because I ain't never really talked to him, so I ain't got nothing yet, but it's coming. All right. So me and Big John met on the basic course, Team 14, the 307 Project basic course. And I really don't talk about it all that much on the podcast or or really even with other people. I mean, I explain what we did and sort of what it meant to me. But for me, John, I'm always afraid I'm either going to over-exaggerate it or under-exaggerate it. Because still, I mean, what are we, two or three months from it? And I still am trying to grasp, actually, what went on with myself and the team. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're three right at three months out. That was mid September, and it's it's one of those things for me that you want to talk about so much, and you want to tell everybody, right? Um, not about the experience itself, but just what it what it means and how it it shapes your life and, and what you learn, right? But you also, I know that, that not everybody's going to get it. That you have to be you have to be there you you really have to experience it to understand what's what's happening yeah to feel it because words just just don't do it justice and, and people try you know every, every month man you can look on instagram and see the new posts and everybody's trying to comprehend it and and put their and share what what they've been through or, or how they've been shaped by it right um and a lot of those posts are really good but there's there's not a single post that I know I could write that would ever do it justice and, and be able to explain it to somebody else. Right. My my main thing is I, I I just can't get I can't get the articulation out. And people look at me like I got like my face is painted like one of the road warriors on the wrestling thing <laughs> when when I'm talking about it because my mind is just right now still all over the place. So then I yeah. usually just break down and say okay go check it out when i was on the podcast talking about it and check their two podcasts out about it and check out their website and go do it like the best explanation to me is go do it because mm-hmm. because everybody gets something different something something out of it and uh man that was a weekend was it not the rain and just <laughs> man and it kicked my tail and i mean that that, that was just that was awesome. There was a few things. God, I don't really want to get down into actually what all we did. But like I said, that's where I met John at. And there, there was a few things during the mission that just really st- stuck out about John, about you, John, to me. Uh, one of which, when we was, and I, I, when I think of John Cox, there's two things I think of. I think of when Chili was doing the uh, mid-state mile coverage for Chad and hearing him 
holler run faster while I was sitting on the couch eating a bag of pretzels. <laughs> so I, th- I always think run faster while them guys was out there getting their tail kicked, while they was kicking their own tail. And when we was climbing to the peak of wherever in the world we was going on the basic course, he started singing, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> and, and that was probably in the beginning of when I was getting in. I'm not an athlete or whatever, but I've heard the word pain cave and this and that. And he started singing that. And, you know, of course, it was humorous. And it gave me a little, a little amp, an extra um You remember doing that, John? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, I remember, you know, we, we was on a climb out there, and, and who knows where is right. Right. And, uh, I mean, I couldn't get back there if I wanted to. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I remember saying, because it's, it's a long way to the top. If, if you want to rock and roll, if we, we're going to make it through this mission, it's going to be a long way. If we're going to make it through this weekend, if, it, if we're going to make it through this week or, or this life, whatever you want to do, if, if you want to rock and roll, it's a long way to the top. Believe that. Believe that. And there, there was another on that same that same day uh, trying to reach the same, same objective. Uh, one of the team members, I believe it was Lily. Uh, I I was leading leading the group there, and th- this is something I have struggled with and am trying to be better and want to be better about. She said, we should pray, mm-hmm. and, and Big John Cooney, he didn't miss a beat. He said, okay, and that, like I said, at this point, I was already praying to myself under my breath, in my head. And Big John didn't miss a beat and broke out in prayer as the team was going to, you know, like I said, we don't know where. And it, I, I've had this talk with a lot of people, John, and uh, and as much as I talk about it, I've still got this, this block that it's hard for me to do. And I'm so impressed with people that can do that. I mean, here's, here's seven other people. Did you have any other relationships with anybody else on the team before beforehand or was this just I, I think y'all met through my my uh how i got onto the team was a little bit different than y'all y'all talked through some emails and stuff didn't you yeah so i'm gonna I'm back up and so you know we got our team um assignment and so i, I sent out some emails and we, we emailed back and forth i wanted people to to understand, you know, their strengths and what they were going to bring to the weekend, and um, just wanted us to be somewhat familiar with each other before we met in the parking lot, so that we weren't meeting for just the first time. We kind of had a beat on everybody, right? And uh, and I think we missed Jack on that whole email stream, who ended up being our first team leader. Mm-hmm. And then I one guy dropped out like the last minute, and so I, I kind of knew that maybe there'd be a, a chance that we'd have we'd have a new team member that we hadn't met yet. And, and so we were all kind of standing in the parking lot. And I don't remember. And I, I see you over there by the truck. We're kind of talking and you're standing off to the side over there. And I was like, man, is that guy wearing a three to seven hat? I think that's, I think that's, I think that's cornbread. Like I remember seeing him 
he's he's got to be coming on this mission. So I I, I came over and said, hey, you know, right. I'm, I'm John or whatever. Like we're we're gonna be teammates. Um, but no, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't met anybody, hadn't developed a relationship with anybody, right? Um, on a on a bigger level than you know where everybody's from and and kind right. of what they do. Well, so what I was getting at is as far as what what I've been trying to work on, and it's really been on me. And I've had, like I said, numerous conversations of when somebody's going through through something or even in good times when somebody says will you say a prayer for me or will you pray there's very few people in my opinion or or at least in my experience that sure and and start praying it's always yeah i'll pray for you and then that night you pray or that morning you pray or maybe at lunchtime you pray but not with the actual person that's asking for prayer and uh john prayed for the team right then now i don't not to put you on the spot but what have you always been that way john what has something led you to be that way i mean you have to be really in my opinion um a lot of people are are scared to oh i I won't sound right i'll I'll be judged on what i sound or i'll say the wrong thing and they'll think i don't know the word of god and so on and so forth it's pretty bold to be in a group of seven in this day and time i think to be in the (laughs) group in that group and just say yeah and and let it roll and had me ugly face crying when i when i'm taking cooney i'm taking steps of three inches at a time Big John had me ugly face crying. So, I mean, just give me your breakdown on that, John. Have you always been that way? I mean, how'd it come to you? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's it's boldness or or, or what. I, I probably I've, I've not always been that way. You know, I've I've certainly um, lived my life at times farther away from the Lord um, than I am. That gives me that strength, and, and at the end of the day it's you know i'm not afraid i want to pray for people and i want to pray for you in the moment if you need prayer i want to pray with you um because i can i can go home or or i can say a prayer in my head or or, um just kind of whisper to god and not let anybody else hear it but i want to you know i want to bring you in if you need prayer like let's let's pray together um i want to bring you into my relationship with God and our Savior, um, because people have done that for me, and I know that when people stop what they got going on, whether it's a conversation or their day or whatever, and they bring me in to their relationship with with Jesus, it's it means so much more, and it hits so much deeper than than uh, than when they just pray for me not that you know obviously it, it carries a lot of weight whenever 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 anybody's saying they're praying for me right. it carries a lot of weight but it hits different when i think we bring people into our relationship mm-hmm. with god and pray for them pray with them in the moment um and what was really cool about that that i really loved was that lily asked me to pray right which told me that i had done something right so far in this group right that that she knew that she could ask me to pray 
mm-hmm. and I would. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I know these people. I don't know the relationship with God or Christ or, or, or got any religion or faith at all. So, but I wasn't willing or I was willing to share that with them. And she was trusting in me in that moment that I would share it with you. Um, and then I would pray. And, and what was cool is that she would say, she would repeat my prayer right after me, which I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Is that she would repeat it line by line. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that was awesome. I think it changed the, the, uh, I know for me myself, uh, it changed my thought process from as it was happening on forward. You know, it, it built a different dynamic, uh, not only of the team, but who, who you were to me that day right then you see what i'm saying and uh I, I really appreciate you doing it impressed me so much and later on and even even you know i think man he just just busted that out he just sent it right then and it just i want that and i you know i think i think when when i'm asked to pray or whatever especially around people i don't know that well you know i'm i'm I think I'm a little too much looking for what I think they're going to think to begin with. And straight up, yeah. they're, they're asking for prayer. That's what they're thinking, is they're yeah. asking for prayer. But in, in, my, in my earthly, fleshly mind, I'm still waiting on judgment from somebody else. And, uh, man, I just think it was awesome that you did that. And that, that resonates with me about you. Anytime I see... A text from you when we text back and forth or anything like that those those three things stick out in mind the most importantly the prayer while we was on our mission uh i think it's awesome dude I, and i appreciate you being a part of that team more than more than i can describe more than i can describe i appreciate that I, you know and it, it, it was a team i don't think there's any one person that it's uh it wouldn't have been the same if we'd have, we'd have taken anybody out and put anybody else in. Um, right. We were on that mission together, and and I appreciate just being able to share my faith with the group. Like I said, that you know, Lily trusted me in that moment to mm-hmm. pray. Um, I knew I'd done something right. <laughs> right. Right. So, Huge. That was a big thing for a, a big honor for me. Right. In that moment. The uh, also on the basic course there was um, I don't know what what you would call it there was a a product that Big John we got to see it in action that he survival rubber that he founded and owns the company mm-hmm. that that was the I think I remember you saying that was the first time it was tried out in an audience is that true Yeah yeah so that was the first time that that a group of people. It got to see it it was put to the test you know i had obviously you know demoed the product and went through mm-hmm. prototypes and, and uh let a couple of people work with it but so in, in a very real sense that was a trial by fire so so we was sitting there on our, in our fire class um and when we're when we're being taught our fire class i see this package that looks like a condom and i'm like what <laughs> What is going on here? And I noticed that Big John was pretty attentive on it, like staring uh, with 
spook eyes. I mean, he was really watching what was go- what was going on. That that thought he done got into something weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there, and and then uh, he said, and like I said, I can't remember verbatim, but you know something along the lines that that was the test. And uh, yeah. then you know a few few times throughout the mission or whatever, uh, with you would talk about survival rubber and and this and that so so break it down me and cooney is going to break down a little test that we just did after you give your explanation of survival rubber john well you know it's it's really it's it's pretty simple it's that i wanted to start a fire and i wanted to be able to start a fire kind of kind of whenever um, the need arises. I think when you get into these backwoods situations, certainly a survival situation, um, fire is really essential and having the means to start that fire um, is imperative. So um, I think last spring or last winter, I was kind of kind of fooling around. I got a uh, fire starter necklace. And I was like, well, if I'm going to wear this joker every day, then I need a way start a fire every day and there wasn't really anything out there on the market that I saw that I could put in my pocket that I could carry in my wallet that I could you know stash in my ball cap if I wanted to and have that with me just all the time that would start a fire and it would burn for five minutes and and be super packable and super reliable so I just started messing around and I thought you know a condom package dudes have been carrying those around since since adolescence for how many generations it's a waterproof package it's super uh portable you can stow it anyway anywhere you're used to carrying it if you could put a fire starter in there that worked i think we'd be on to something right so that was what i set out to do um and uh it's it's a it's a fibrous material with an accelerant on the inside it burns for about five minutes um and you know went through the range of prototypes finding something the combination that worked and wanted a name that that would fit and survival rubber is what we landed on yeah man it's uh i got some i i got some of it uh not long after you launched it and i've been hiding it from cooney uh let's let's not get it twisted i had to buy it my daddy well, refuses to order stuff offline, he, so I had to do all of his online shopping. Uh, right. <laughs> so, so I've been hiding the actual package from Cooney because Cooney, Cooney goes to a bonfire every mm-hmm. Saturday night, and I knew if I let him get a hold to that package, uh, what in the world's going to happen to hey, my, I'd have to my survival? Out, man, I'd have tested it what, out. For what, you. what do y'all use to start your bonfires? Diesel. <laughs> well, Cooney's a little bit more eco-friendly, evidently, than than the rest of us. Well, diesel yeah. at diesel at about what? How much? You're up in Tennessee, right, John? Yeah. De- what's diesel up there? Close to four dollars a gallon. Yeah, it's probably about four dollars a gallon. Yeah, come on, Cooney. That's L- fine. Let's I, get I, real. I don't buy the diesel. <laughs> so it's it's also hard to take a gallon of diesel with your backpacking that yeah. believe that and also <laughs> it's also hard to take a, a lung full of diesel vapors to the lungs you know what yeah. i mean the uh, so me and cooney did a little test just just a little while ago and uh, here in georgia 
we've had about uh, two inches of rain in the last two days. Yes, everything here is soaking wet. Yeah. So I said, well, and it, and what made me think of this is, uh, what year was it, Cooney? We just talked about the snow hunt on the last podcast. Oh, I can't remember. It was three or four years ago. So about 2018 or something like that. Yeah, something around there. We had a big snowstorm down here, which is really odd for us. So we don't keep anything that's going to start afar, right? Yeah. So I thought to myself, all right, well, let me be practical and just go out here and try and see if I can start a fire with all this wet wood. And we got 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing. And we went out there and we got us some old uh, sweet gum sticks that have been rained rained on. And they're not soaking wet, but they're wet. And uh, made us a little old bed of them, sparked a survival rubber john, set it down in there. And it, three minutes that wood was on fire. Oh, yeah. and, and I attest it to the, to the simple fact that 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 survival rubber lasted so long Mm -hmm. while it was burning and it probably after the wood was finally caught on fire remember we checked it two or three times and it it was was still going yeah it was still going or so to to me when when that snowstorm happened right we burnt every back now back then big john i was drinking beer like crazy I've since quit. I can't tell you how many beer boxes we burnt. We was burning notebook paper. We was looking for all Any, the co- anything that that could be that could be caught on fire that was around our house or in it was going out to the fire because because we didn't have any power at all. Yeah. No. So for four or five days we was actually cooking on an open flame, and it. it it had got down to I was starting to look at some pillowcases and some bed sheets so we could uh cook us something out there to eat. So And this this ain't like we was we was cooking up like a different meal every night. We had a big old pot full of what was we cooking? Beans. Pinto uh, beans. Pinto beans. <laughs> and we just kept reheating these pinto beans, kept them warm all for like three or four well, days. That that was four <laughs> days I felt like Jeremiah Johnson. It was rough, but uh, that's a lot of beans. <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, I mean that that I thought to myself, actually, the name of it to me is very practical. Survival rubber. Like if I would have had this pack that I've got now, there wouldn't have been any question on on getting us a fire going instead of burning everything up in the house. So I'm definitely going to keep some in the nightstand in the pickup truck and i can think of countless times where i was four or five miles back in the woods coon hunting you know how when we go coon hunting and you you're going through creeks going in and out of water and you're freezing to death and you're trying to get back to the truck so you can just fire the truck up real quick and try to get warmed up countless times i could have if i wish i could have had a meal survival rubber to pull out of my wallet and just get warmed up i bet them, i bet them old boys got lost up there in Cahuta would love to have them some oh, survival yeah, rubbers absolutely if it's in your wallet i mean you practically the only thing in my wallet is a debit card and a time card for work so i could put three or four survival rubbers in in my wallet yeah so so as 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 this company's developing john what some of the reviews you're getting 
is people wearing it in their wallet is people stocking up on it in case they got to make a fire i mean what's what's the dynamic of the reviews looking like well they should they should stock up on a whole mess of it um, <laughs> reviews. <laughs> uh, reviews have been really positive the people that that have used it i mean it works it's it's people love the marketing mm-hmm. on it because the marketing is it kind of lends itself to being kind of fun right. so people really dig that and it's fun to market and the, and the product works at the end of the day which makes it you know what really counts is that it works but uh people the reviews have definitely been positive um it's like i said it's 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 slim and sleek and you can put it anywhere so that's what really counts is you can have it on you when you need it right now i, I purposely got speaking of cooney using diesel fuel and trying to kill itself with vapors and whatnot i purposely got in the wind direction of it and i didn't s- smell an odor so is that true is it is it odorless um it's it's pretty low odor um, yeah i haven't that's not a line that i took right when i was developing it mm-hmm. um, to make it odorless it it doesn't smell bad right okay so survival rubber right now we got people who hunt camp fish everything like i said i got a guy at work that that runs a fire barrel every day that has to make a fire every day to stay warm a laborer at work how can people get this survival rubber uh right now you can get us um on instagram at survival rubber and then online at survival rubber.com we'll be hitting amazon here um probably just in the new year that's awesome find it on find it on amazon as well that's awesome we're very excited about it we'll put all that uh in the show notes of the episode here so talk to me a little bit john about you had talked about changing careers while we was on the basic course and i believe you'd said you was doing concrete work but i don't think i don't think you're doing that anymore right no i'm not doing that okay so you you i don't remember verbatim what what you was talking about and feel free i ain't trying to put you on the spot to the long way to the top if you want to rock and roll you gave me a little bit of information on deciding to change jobs and uh i don't think people really have that perspective or i don't want the topic of this podcast to be boldness but i recently just had a good friend that lost her job and is not really in turmoil but she's trying to figure out what to do what yeah what what to you is and cooney cooney right now is trying to figure out what he wants to do and start his career so do you remember us having that small conversation about changing jobs yeah and and so you know i, I lost my job um about 18 months ago i was a uh, manufacturing supervisor i'd worked in manufacturing for 15 years and uh that was that was what i knew and that was the career path that i was on and um i was going to school i got my bachelor's degree in management i got my master's degree um i got my mba and so i had i was i was checking some boxes and and trying to achieve things to to kind of make me who I am and, and define how I thought of myself. And if, well, if I can do this, then I can 
then that's who I'll be. And, and if I can achieve this or I have this degree or this piece of paper, um, in that process, shortly before I got my master's degree, I lost my job. Um, and it was kind of, kind of a reset for me. And it was, it was a long process and trying to figure out what am I going to do now? Who am I going to be? And so I took, took some time off. I worked in the call center troubleshooting water heaters, which was a great experience and insight into how people function. Uh, nobody is happy when they don't have hot water. And I get to talk to them. So that was great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I was working there and, you know, we were, we put on a couple races and, and we coach people um, in ultra running. And, and we were, I was looking at the calendar this spring just after the mid state mile. So it was July. And uh, I was looking at the events that, that I needed to be at to live the life that, that Becca and I are building. And I was looking at how much time they were going to give me off in the next year which was about five days i was gonna have five days of pto when i was working in the call center mm -hmm. and i just said you know this ain't gonna work um i'm not going to be able to live the life that, that i need to live that I'm, i feel that the life that we're building that, that god is this is the direction you need to go this is your path it's rocky over here but it's going to be worth it um if i stay in this role and so i called becca one morning it was on break and I said, I don't, I don't think this is it, babe. I think, I think I'm going to quit my job today. And she's like, do it. That job sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, can't, she, she you can't beat that support. Period. She don't mess around. Right. She's like, I said, I'm just not going to be able to go and do the things that we need to do to build our life. Right. And, and so that was it. Like I was on break. I went in I talked to my boss. I said, Hey, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate this opportunity. Um, I think I'm going to go home and I'm going to thank you for, for having me for a while. And he said, what? I said, yeah. I said, you want stuff? Nope. <laughs> so I rolled out of there on a Tuesday morning, um, which, you know, I don't recommend for everybody. Not everybody has that support or has that ability to do it. And it was, it was scary. Um, you know, cause I went from having my paycheck, you know, cut in about three quarters to to have a no paycheck at all and and uh if i didn't have faith in, in the direction i thought god was taking us and had the support of of my partner becca then obviously i wouldn't have been able to do that right. um, and so then it was just hey you know something's gonna happen something's this is fine i'm going on the right path it's gonna be okay and then we had a good uh, a friend one of the guys that we were coaching he is um, working in, in decorative concrete, which is uh, making a driveway pretty, um, doing some stuff, making making concrete look like wood floors. And it's really cool work. And so that's what he was doing. Um, and he said, well, if you need if you need anything, um, if you need to make some money, I can use an extra drive on my crew. So I started doing that uh, at the end of July or mid-July. And I worked up, you know, as a day laborer doing real work completely different from everything i had done for the past 15 years right. and uh and then this december um he left the company that we were working for um the first of december it was it was probably 
that last week in in November, right, right after Thanksgiving, right before. And uh, so he left the company that we were working for and the owner of the company decided that I would leave with him. So I got kind of fired by association and it was another one of those. So mm -hmm. I had another one of those moments um, just recently, like, what do I need to do? And that tendency to run out and like, all right, well, I need to get back on, on LinkedIn and jobs and indeed I need to find something that will generate enough income, the income that I'm used to, the income that I think I need to have so that I can support, you know, my family. Um, and that's, that's instinct and that's programmed in and that's, that's what the world is telling me. And it's, it's easy to reach out for that security right? when you're in the midst of it. You know, if we're on that mountain and there was a shortcut to the parking lot, how easy would it have been to just go, nah, this has been fun guys, but, but in about five minutes I can be at the truck right kind of what it's it, it's been like to just know that th this path of starting this this company and, and and launching survival rubber and diving into coaching and the platform and that that we're on is 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 going to be a lot harder it's it's that's the way to the top but if you want to live if we want to live the life that i feel like we're being led to live um then then it's going to be a long way to get there but it's going to be worth it so um you know, again, talk to Becca, and she's like, "This is this is what we're gonna do," and, and diving in with survival rubber and getting the product out there, and 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 just trusting God in the process. That's right. I mean, I, th I you know, I think it's the, the way you explain that. It, you know, I think a lot of people can get a little crutchy, and uh, I don't mean it to sound bad when I say this, but they can get crutchy in saying the Lord's going to take care of me, but they don't have no action with it. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you boldly got some action john i mean yeah it's you you get you got go ahead a conversation last night and this guy was talking about his kid wanting to run track and and uh he's got he's saying you know he's got some goals and i'm trying to get him to put in the work and i said well if he doesn't put in the work he, he only has dreams mm-hmm it Having, having dreams without the work having goals without the work to back it up well that's just a dream if you've got a goal it, it takes effort it takes work and it takes sacrifice so it, it's easy to sit back and dream about owning your own company and, and living a life and, and this is what I want to have that's easy and a lot of people call that a goal well no unless you're putting in the work on the day to day unless you're willing to make the sacrifice and, 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 and pay the hard yards to get there that's not a goal like that's just a dream that you have and it's there's nothing wrong with having dreams but if you if you really want that to be a goal then you're going to have to put in some work and it's going to be hard and it's going to require a sacrifice and sometimes that sacrifice is time or money most of the time it's it's what you think you need in mm -hmm. the process that's right absolutely people people don't want to uh, a lot of a lot of times i say people i just shouldn't speak so broadly don't even really want to try to go to God and have things and be led and work it out in their head. They, mm -hmm. they, you know, a lot of people think of exhaustion as being physical, but then 
when they get mentally exhausted may turn to you know other things alcohol netflix so on and so forth it's it's the whole thing is a process right the whole the whole totality is a process cooney's looking at me spook-eyed over here he's like what in the world are you talking about yeah (laughs) talking probably go ahead to get into the process that's why unless you've been in the process you don't understand that there's a process to it right absolutely you you hearing this ratchaloon oh yeah i'm listening well you ain't saying i'm just taking taking it all in okay talking about the the young man wanting to get in the track john i remember when we was on uh the basic course i think we was might have been day one going down some downhill stuff and i asked you <clears throat> which i had seen you on instagram and whatnot knew that you was ultra runner trail runner i said y'all don't run on nothing like this do you and you said oh yeah oh yeah we run we run on this i was like how do you run on this he said you don't let your feet stay on the ground long enough to trip <laughs> so when we was all headed back speaking of that let me go back real quick the uh john got um tasked with being the lpo what did you say about halfway through the mission halfway through yeah, about that tasked with being the lpo and i don't know if i don't know really how it come about but long story short he looked at me that morning and said uh what's your word for today and i said determined and he said all right lead us home and if y'all listened to when i was on the three or seven uh podcast about the basic course i had basically developed this mindset that i was holding this home t- this whole team up and uh, he told me that and i thought oh man i've got to make sure this woman from alaska catches her flight <laughs> i've got i knew john lived in tennessee one guy in florida another in texas i'm like i got to make sure we get back to wherever we're going because i mean really we knew the mission was going to wrap up that day but we had no idea on the miles and what and whatnot so i was hoping it was going to wrap up that me, day. Me, <laughs> me and you it, both it might not have right well but just the way you looked at me and said that uh built on that word that i gave you and uh motivated me even more to be practical with the team right and not just myself because i I really feel that the third day the team was just awesome i felt we could have crushed anything that that day with the way the the whole shift happened so when you looked at me and and said that i mean what what was going through your mind i i I just wondered that 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 dynamic was it okay fatty pick up the pace we're trying to get to the house (laughs) (laughs) i mean what was it i'm Um, i'm speaking you know from lpo mentality here you know what i'm saying what was your here you are now leading the mission or you know you're the lead officer what what was your dynamic that morning with the team it was uh 
started at, you know, asking for, I wanted everybody to have a word they could draw strength from, strength from throughout the day that I could call up and remind them of their own strength and, and, and their own goals. And, and yours, yours was determined. So um, I wanted you to be cognizant of your own determination. And then I was putting, yeah, I, I had my trust and faith in you. Um, and you were going to be at, at the front of the pack. And it, it was on you. Um, you know, I can't, I can lead us home as a group, but you're going to be on point. I'm putting my faith and trust in you to get us there and, and the team to get there. Like I, I'm not just my faith and trust, but I'm, I'm encompassing all the team's faith and trust. I feel like I'm responsible for it because I'm the, I'm the LPL in the moment. Um, it's it you know we're 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 behind you, right. so um, we're following you because we trust you, and I know you can get us home. But that 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 meant a lot when you, I mean, when you looked, I mean, you looked dead at me and said that. <laughs> I mean that that yeah. meant it wasn't in passing by, it wasn't a pat on the butt, you know, it was just straight up lead us home, and I I, I felt your confidence not only yeah. in me but in the team as a complete unit what what does lpo stand for it's lead petty officer if i'm not mistaken is that not it i believe so yeah okay yeah lead i was confused like what, what in the world's LPO? Yeah, I they use that like in the navy and the coast guard okay and they're usually like the senior officers i think it's e4 through e6 yeah all right they're the ones that's yo. Let's now, I'm, go. now I'm not was, as confused on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the the highest one on the mountain that wasn't an instructor. Right. So it was it was the team. I think we had squad leaders, me, and then Chad, Nathan, and Blake. Right. Okay. So, Cooney just said, "Now I'm not as confused on what's going on." Cooney has been offered John a few times a spot on the basic course. Uh, but he won't pull the trigger. Uh, I've got numerous people. This Since we've done this podcast and I went on 307, man, the people that God have put in my life and in Cooney's life, it, I can't even describe it in words. So I'm going to put you on the spot here now. Can you give Cooney some motivation? Can Big John kick him in the tailbone and get this boy moving? Because you're going to be like number seven, and I'm waiting to see who's going to actually do it. It's it's almost becoming a game to me now, boy, because you are such a knothead. Are you, are you placing bets on whether or not I'm going to go on the basic course? <laughs> no, my, 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 I want you to be motivated, son. I want you to handle your life and just get it. Just be a monster. Break it down for him, Big John. You know, I don't – it – as I, as I look back on my life and, and and how I lived it, even up until the point, you know, from from the age of high school and, and up until that morning on the mountain, I thought that if I could achieve something, that if I could do something, then it would make me become who I was that if I could run a marathon that if I could go to the basic course that if I could get a degree if I could get a job if I could 
get whatever it was, then it would shape me. And what what I've discovered um, through failure more than anything is that if I become the man I'm supposed to be, if I put in the investment into becoming who I'm supposed to be, then I will achieve what I'm supposed to have. That if, if I make the investment to go to the basic course or the proving grounds to become the man that God has called me to be, to become the, the man the world needs to me, me to be, then I will achieve what I need to in life. That it's the reward through the process um, that I that I get instead of the achievement in and of itself. Like I can run a race and they can give me a trophy, but unless I won that trophy, unless I was the man that showed up that day that was capable of of winning. And that, that trophy really has no value to it. And uh, right after the, the the basic course, you know, I wanted to go in September because I had a hundred mile race coming up. And in in my mind, I wanted to go right before it because I thought that you know I would get, I would achieve something through the basic course that would then empower me. There's no way that I can not finish this one hundred mile race. So I had, you know, kind of an ach- something I wanted to achieve from it instead of just letting the basic course continue to shape me as a man. And then, so I DNF that race at mile 50. Um, I really quit the race at mile 20. Uh, and I ran another 30 miles very begrudgingly. Um, and I realized that I don't just want to run for 100 miles. I want to be the man that can run for 100 miles. And so it shifted from wanting to achieve things and wanting to check boxes to this this journey and this struggle into becoming the man that can do these things. And I don't know if that makes a lot of sense to you, Cooney, um, but I know you've got to be thinking about goals and what you want to achieve in life and, and, and having having dreams. And so what I would say is, is stop focusing on what you want to achieve and put in the hard work into becoming the man that will achieve those things. You get what he's saying, boy? Yeah. I mean, the actions, the action is where it's at. The action is where it's at. Because we we can sit here and, and, and say, yeah, I'm going to do all this. The action's where it's at. And you, you know, you, you, you can be led as you as you your goals can change but they're not going to ever they're not going to develop and grow and move if you don't put in any action right big john i mean if you don't that's that's a hundred percent and i think is is the more you grow and move and, and develop the more your goals change um and and a lot of times you know they become bigger because you realize that you're capable of so much more 
mm-hmm. because you've grown. And I, I talked to Nathan after the basic course. I said, man, I just didn't, I didn't grow as much from this mission as I did from the proving ground. And he said, you've, you've grown so much since the proving ground that now growth is harder for you. You right. have to, you have to work harder for that same amount of growth. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting there. Especially, I got the proving ground coming up in a few weeks. Ooh-wee. Yeah. That's, everybody keeps saying that. And Chad does that. Chad does that maniacal laugh he does. That, ha, <laughs> <laughs> You better be ready, boy. <laughs> I don't think you can be ready for anything that Chad's involved with, really and truthfully. Well, Big John, I want to be conscious of your time, brother. I really really appreciate you coming on here you are the the first guest that i actually did an outline with to talk to because i i got like five thousand questions and some things i want to talk to you about (laughs) so i'm I'm going to go ahead and invite you to come back on a few months down the line it'd be awesome to see where survival rubber's at then i'm going to load me up some and hand some out to the guys at work and some of the guys we hunt with because i i think it's an awesome product not just for, not just for recreation you know cooney and his his bonfire boys every saturday night <laughs> but for actual survival you know what i mean oh uh, yeah that's what it's about and man, i appreciate it I, I, it's, it's an honor to be on the podcast i listen to it every week and uh you haven't had a guest in a while so yeah to, to pick me I, I was man i don't i, I ain't never been hunting Hey, I don't know anything about the real out, that, that, outdoors. That's when we talked about it. It's just the way God lined it up, man. Is He said, well, I, I don't know nothing about the outdoors. Well, man, you got a fire-starting company, <laughs> and <laughs> and you run on these trails in the woods. Y'all ultra, ultra runners and trail runners uh, probably put a lot more miles in the woods than actual hunters. So Yeah, covering a lot yeah, more ground. Some, yeah. I spent some time out there. Yeah, I mean, they're y'all running on stuff that i can barely even walk on you know what i mean <laughs> no but, i am but I, no, I fall on anything we'd like to have you back on no joking and, and and talk uh you know some more about survival rubber when it gets down the line and also you know when you when you started in the trail running but we're gonna wrap it up for today it's the holidays i will say and, this what Whenever I go through Facebook now and I look through my suggested people you may know, yeah, I seen John Cox on my Facebook. I was right. like, I don't know that Joker. Right, I ain't never heard of that guy. Right, but I seen he's like friends with you. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I might know him, and I click on it. Hey, yeah, I'm not gonna add this Joker. I don't know who this is. But, but now, now when I'm on my Facebook and I see it, I'm yeah. like, All right, right. I know who this is now. Well, when I told Cooney you was coming on, John, I said John's probably gonna come on the podcast. Uh, Sunday. He said, "Who's that?" I said, "The ultra runner." I don't. I don't know who that is. I said, "The guy that said run faster while we was watching the Mid State Mile eating marshmallows." He said, "Oh, that guy." <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll get into what you do on the later one with the the uh, race directing and all that. That sound good, brother? I mean, that sounds great. I love it. I think from uh I'm gonna head down your way. We're gonna hunt some turkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, so is that you saying yes? Because we had that conversation. I, I think I got the golden pass. 
I think I think the old ladies are on board with it. Well, all, turkeys out of state. Okay, so all I've got here is an ink pen, and I'm writing John Cox down. So I can't erase it, brother, and I don't own any <laughs> whiteout. <laughs> all right. Ten. You know, it'd be a blast, man. I'd love to come down and, and spend some time in the woods with you again, and awesome. just uh, just hang out for sure. We'll do it. We'll do it, brother. Well, I'm before well, you wrap. Before you wrap this up, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you a favor. Come on with it. You pray for us. Absolutely. Lord, we come to you today. I want to thank you, Lord, for the friendship that uh, that you're molding with me and John and everyone else in our lives, Lord. I ask that you watch over our families during this holiday season, Lord. Please put us in a position, put the will in our heart, put the light on us to praise the birth of your son, Jesus, Lord. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. If you need anything, please holler at us. Will do, man. You do the same. All right. See you, man. Deuces. Uh